Hey guys, welcome to Murder Blows. This is episode number 47. Today, Sasha is going to take us around the world where we go to the UK, and she's going to discuss the mysterious case of, I forget the name, Sasha. What is it? Jill Dando. Awesome. Um, you are joined with me, Cody. And Maisie. And Sasha. And Violet, who didn't make any British accents this whole episode. It's all right. Violet's better at introductions than me, but uh, go ahead and roll that music. Okay, how are you? I um, forgot about her. Or, <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just hate it? <laughs> oh, my Lanta. Is I, everything okay? I no, literally not. just moved a hairpin. Was it, I guess I'll know if it was super loud when I go to edit this, but. Hello, hello, hello. Marzi. Hello. It's How funny that that we're doing this accent because I was actually going to bring up on the podcast how hard it is for me when I watch a TV show not to talk in that accent forever. And I was just <laughs> watching Game of Thrones, so I just want to be like an egrets in it. Aww. So I just want to be like murder bliss. <laughs> I miss egret. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, it's been years though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but. This is funny. I don't know if you want this for podcast water or not. Um, I'm already recording, baby. Right on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we in this bitch. Um, oh, wow. He's a bitch really loud. Um, okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, also, if you guys can hear too much background, 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 wow, um, background <laughs> noise, <laughs> let me know and I'll close my window. Uh, but my cat loves it. So. Ow. Uh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Cody, we can hear you. How's the upside down? Um, We switched back to the old repeater because the new one wasn't working. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But great. Yeah. It's all still being the upside down, but not as much as I was last week. Oh, man. That was... We missed you. I know. I ended up like quitting halfway through because I was angry and I had child and <laughs> playing he wanted me to play Mario Party and <laughs> but I just Aww. I just listened to it like just before this podcast and I loved it so much you guys Aww. did so good not uh-huh. as good as you could have done no it's not true <laughs> I'm not funny like Violet I uh I had my first therapy session today. Oh yeah. 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 Um and that was like I didn't but my therapist did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was like, So tell me about this and so I told her and she was like, I hate that you had to go through that at such a young age and I was like, 
Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. You're like, are you the one supposed to be crying? Are like, you? <laughs> I, I cry a lot, so I can't say anything. Well, so that was my thing. I really expected to just, like, sob that she, I just, like, blazed through a chunk of it, but, yeah. Nice. Yeah. How do you but feel? Um, I feel good. A lot has gone on since our last recording session, so I'm, I'm okay. I think I've been better than... I have been. I'm better than I have been. I don't know. I'm fine. <laughs> and not like, is... in a, not like in a, like, I'm fine trying to blow off your boyfriend, but there's secretly so much bubbling under inside. Uh, no. But I... like, I'm fine like the dog in the burning house? No. Like, it's maybe, maybe the burning house thing, but like, it's seriously, I'm just I'm too busy. Uh, I have a job interview on Monday. Hell Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I heard a job and then a hell yeah. I have a job (laughs) interview on Monday with a solar panel company. Whoa. You said environment. I know. That's how I got the job. I was like, hi, I hate Donald Trump. Uh, He's dumpster. He not even a dumpster. He's dumpster. No, he is worse than ever right now. Yeah. Oh my God. He's on fire. He's literally dumpster fire. Yeah. Don't like writing, get uh, me started. Even like, fire. I didn't watch him last night, but I watched I Bernie you. afterwards. Yeah, and I watched he Nancy was Pelosi. He was so Pelosi was angry. <laughs> yeah. Was oh yeah. On fire. Like you, his face was red. Like you could tell Bernie was just like he wanted to say the f word. I could tell. <laughs> we know. We know. Yeah, no. Um, I didn't watch him because I'm trying this new thing where I just read. I guess like if I have to fact, my favorite thing though is when that uh, interviewer called out Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, did you guys hear about that? Mm-mm. She was like four thousand terrorists come across our southern border, and this guy was oh, like, yeah. "Actually, I decided to fact check you, and you're wrong." <laughs> and he was like, like three. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even think it's that many. And it, it was, was literally the three, and the rest come through airports. Yeah. And uh... and the drugs come from Afghanistan and pharmaceutical companies and doctors. So... Yeah. Ooh, hot take. I'm into hot take. it. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah, our country is less fine than I am, I think. <laughs> Which is saying something. Well, all right. <laughs> While we're kind of on this, I just wanted to say that if you, like, we don't even watch the news anymore in our house just because it's such shit, but if you are, um, like, personally affected by the government shutdown, whether it's your job or someone that is in your family's job, we are sending you all of the possible like, good vibes that there could be, because it is getting really bad. We're on day 19 of a pissing contest, essentially. Of a a temper tantrum. I haven't had any alcohol yet. But it is getting to the point where, like, my husband works in a government building where they're putting up, like, this is where you can go to get food from a food drive. 
or federal OMFG, employee. OMFG, if they can't... F- <clears throat> okay. It's, no, do you know what this is? This is my conspiracy theory on this. Are you guys ready? Born since, ready. Since the House took... The Democrats took over the House, he's afraid of them, and so it's nothing to do with the wall. He didn't kick up this wall stuff until after the Democrats took House. Yeah. So after that happened, he's literally, like, afraid. He's scared shitless. And so he just, that's why he shut it down. So I, I yes, think the same thing, but... he's income for ransom. It doesn't make any sense. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. I think it's actually to distract from the allegations and exactly. investigation against him. Because, mm-hmm. like, two allegations came out yesterday. And then mm-hmm. he did a press conference that he's never done before to declare it a national emergency that... Well, he really didn't declare a national emergency. He just tried to, but, you know, like... It's a national emergency that I shut down the government. And the thing about it is, is, like, even my business, like, we depend on tax refunds to get us through January, February, and part of March. Mm-hmm. That's gonna get fucked up. And if I owe money, though, that part is open, and I can send them my check. Ah, <laughs> yeah. go figure. Thanks, it's, America, you big it's old It's really, wiener. really bad. It's, yeah, it's bad, but uh, we're sending you all the good vibes we possibly can. Absolutely. And, well, I mean, if you believe in prayers, <laughs> then prayers, but yeah, it's just not good. And if you, majorly as well. yeah, if you think that, you know, Trump is someone that's still on your side, I hope you're saying that that's not accurate. <laughs> Also, if this is your first episode of the podcast and you're a big Trump supporter, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and let you know this isn't the podcast for you. I mean, don't go back and listen to ASMR voice and just say, just stop here, just find something yeah. else. Maybe Fox News is more your speed. There's a lot of diarrhea on there you can intake. We don't it's usually get that political, but I feel like a line has been crossed. <laughs> I don't this know. Time. I, I always feel like we don't get too political, and then someone's like, wow, I listen to your podcast, you're very political, and I'm like, oh, well. I don't yeah. feel like we are, to be honest. We haven't name-dropped too many other politicians outside of our president, which is what I think defines yeah. a political podcast. Anyway, we're not here to debate that. No, he's a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Everyone agrees on that right now. And <laughs> Everyone if you don't agree, podcast. I'm happy to talk to you about it, but... This is not, you will not enjoy this podcast. Thank you. Not for you. However, for those of you who are still here, hey! <laughs> Hi! <laughs> what this up? is a podcast that's a phone call between four friends where we talk about murder. I wonder if, if we were teenagers and we had, like, was it three-way calling, but it would be four-way calling in this aspect. You, so you can do that. You remember having to do that where, like, I would call, yeah. like, you and Maisie, and then, Violet, you would have to call me and, and Cody, and we'd all have yeah. to, like, yeah. And then, yeah, me and my friends did that when uh, we were debating uh, over Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament time. So it's a very hilarious. serious <laughs> topic. Ever also, I, I turned a boy down to a date to a dance because I had to Beyblade battle my brother the night of the dance and I did so in front of the concession at the stand. dance ironically but yeah. yeah wait you did that at the dance or you just yeah. didn't go to the dance because you were doing the oh no wait oh no my wow. brother and I went to the dance with our Beyblade ring and sat in front of the concession stand and we yes. Beybladed it out and uh 
Thanks, I, if we were in high school at the same time, I would have been like, what are they doing? Oh, it was middle and... school, so even worse. No, I'm just kidding. No, I would want to know everything. I love the that. boy. The boy came up to ask why I didn't go with him, and I just like looked at the Beyblade ring and back to him like, <laughs> I'm trying to let it rip, bro. Like, get off my case. Those, <laughs> those aren't a thing anymore, right? Beyblades. I think they are. Don't quote me on that though. I I retired my spinning top that I sharpened the edges on. Ooh, let me Google. Beyblade. <laughs> sharpened the edges of her Beyblade. I did, I did. We're gonna but, just skip over with that. With a nail file. <laughs> I mean, is anyone yeah. surprised that Vigilante Violet was creating <laughs> no. weapons in middle school? <laughs> you can still, okay, so it's now Baby, I'm sorry, Beyblade Burst Evolution. There are all kinds of stuffs to purchase. I just watched the TV show, and I know there was, like, projector animals that came out of the tops and battled each other while the tops were battling, and it was an anime, and I was really into it. I, mean, I think it's, it's one great. of those things that, like, it, it fades out for a while, but then it comes back. Like you, Ooh, like Shaman, uh, like Shaman, Shaman Yeah. Yeah. Shaman King is good. One Man, piece. We went from politics to... Nerd culture, because <laughs> we're fucking awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, it's fifty bucks. Damn. The one at Target is seventy nine ninety nine, and but it's like Damn. the arena with like two pool strings, yeah. several discs. They have it on Amazon for fifty. So the the Burst Evolution the... Ultimate Tournament Collection. Yeah, Time to actually, play some Beyblade. Battle Power. <laughs> <laughs> Come to our Murder Blows live show. We'll Beyblade <laughs> each other to the death. <laughs> I don't want to throw it's anyone under the bus, but the Beyblade.com website is hosted by WordPress. <laughs> They're it's just a little fancy startup. looking. I mean, They're just a little startup. A little startup that's been going since I was at least eleven. <laughs> I didn't realize that Hasbro used WordPress, but I guess that's okay, right? Is that why they're we're not getting a second Power Rangers movie? Because I'm still upset about it. I am sorry about that. Thank you. <laughs> oh my Thank gosh, you, guys. It's validated. Uh, so my. My dog has a microchip, as all dogs should. Get your dog microchipped. Very important. But um, the microchipping service makes me pay annually, but that is a different saltiness. Anyway, they send me an email when other air- other animals in the area are lost, and I am so sad, but Pop-Tart is missing. Pop-Tart! Pop-Tart jumped oh. over the back fence of house near Castleman and Thimble Road. I hope you get found, Pop-Tart. You were six pounds. <laughs> I just that heard a my, cat in the background. That is my cat. That is not Pop-Tart. Oh, my my therapist really... Okay, so getting big signals, I went into therapy, and I was like, here are the things that are happening. And, well, she started the session with, we had talked about maybe not scheduling your next session, and I was like, well, hold on. See, I haven't talked to, to you. you. 
<laughs> so I was like, whoa, 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 here are two major things that have happened in the last four weeks. And um, so that was fine. We like got through them and I got to the point where I was like, yeah, this is totally fine. I don't need to schedule another session. I I had all the tools. I just wasn't using them. And then she like honed in on my eating habits and like a whole lot of that for a long time and it's just really frustrating because like I'm trying to be super healthy with food in the new year and I'm not like I'm just trying to be good and she like honed in on it and she was like well you're using the words good and bad and blah 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 and I don't want you to have like such a polar attitude towards food and I was like okay hold on but that's not how you lose weight which apparently is bad anyway we get to the end of it and then she's like so do you want to schedule one? And I'm like, now you have me all anxious about my eating habits. <laughs> like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Thanks, lady. Thanks, I was Lori. fine, but I don't like. I, now I don't want to because she's gonna be like, you don't have a good self-image, and I'm like, this is not something therapy can fix. But thank you. I don't know though. I mean, I I have no opinion on this because I have learned that. I found out today in therapy that I cook obscenely like large, difficult meals that take hours to avoid doing anything else. Like mm, yesterday, that's one of the things. Yeah, no, go ahead. This sounds yeah. familiar. Yesterday, I was like, "I'm really sorry, Sasha. I can't hang out. I just started a lasagna. I'm not See, kidding. like I understand <laughs> that I, is important, but at the same time, it was like." Yeah, she like caught it right off the bat. She was like, wow, do you do this a lot? And I was like, well, one time I made Cornish hens, but like with the lasagna, I even made my own sauce, which took two to three hours on its own. Why do people do that? I don't know. It was the worst. The sauce was okay, but like, honestly, it wasn't even that good. Oh, it's not late. It It was was not three hours good. But yeah, no, because, okay. What the fuck is pancetta? Um, Isn't it like a cheese? I thought it was a smoked meat. See, I thought it was a cheese. It's it's a bacon. See, I win. Yes, it is a smoked meat. It's also very hard to find. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to make this fresh. Sent it to me once. Um, But I was like, oh, I'd probably use prosciutto, right? It's a fancy pea starting bacon like meat smoked meat. And it was okay, but pancetta or prosciutto is very fatty and very like almost salami-ish. Anyways, mm-hmm. it was fine, but I feel like the pancetta really would have brought the dish together. But anyways, <laughs> what does your therapy say about pancetta? Oh well, I was like, I still feel it, they didn't say anything. I didn't bring up pancetta, mm. but she was just <laughs> saying that I I go out of my way to cook large meals to avoid dealing with anything else. And it's not like I was like, oh, Sasha wants to hang out. Time to make a lasagna. I was just like dead set on making lasagna. And then Sasha attempted, but I couldn't do anything else. I even panicked because I had a diarrhea bout right in the middle of the important part. The lasagna. Yeah, it was. I just I, like to think that you and Pancetta like have a history. You were like, I didn't talk about Pancetta. <laughs> like, there's a lot there, and you're like, I wasn't ready on my first time to talk about Pancetta. It's so true. Why? 
Well, I hone in on the stupidest stuff. I, I even asked the Kroger meat department. They were like, what's pancetta? And I was like, <laughs> we got I bacon. That from East Tennessee, but I don't expect that from Middle Tennessee. I don't know. They were like, I don't know. Have you tried Trader Joe's? And I was like, do I look like I've tried Trader Joe's? <laughs> do I look like I've tried anything today? <laughs> Besides to make, oh my God. Also, I was trying to make the sauce and the recipe was like, these are all the tools you'll need and everything. I was like, cool, I can totally make this. And then two sentences in, after I buy the ingredients and make sure I have the proper tools, it's like, please put the, uh, oh my God, some kind of fancy four-word tomato. Sand something plum tomato. It's, oh, San it's got- Marino. Uh, yeah, that that's right? one. San Marino yeah. plum tomatoes. I was like, please insert those tomatoes into the food mill. And I was like, no one said anything about a food mill. So I just aggressively <laughs> mashed tomatoes for like an hour. What is a food mill? Is that like a processor? <laughs> like a hand crank processor that kicks out seeds and stems. And oh, my, my sauce definitely has seeds. That's going to be okay. You could have yeah. used like a weed grinder. You would have been all right. I don't oh. know. Does it spit out? I don't know enough about weed. I don't know that. I, yeah, I mean, don't I, tell her mom. I mean, what a flavor profile that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Being sarcastic, but that's what it made me think of. Listen, if my tomatoes don't say canned and diced, I don't fucks with it. I shouldn't have, but I was like, this is what Chef Amberell from Worst Cooks in America wants me to make. I mean, I use the canned tomatoes, the, the canned sandwich, whatever, mm-hmm. for pizza sauce. Oh. They How do you get all the like goodness peeled. out? Yeah. They're, they're peeled and they look like sad, naked little tomato babies, but... Yeah, they look like organs. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and they make the worst noise when you pop them. <laughs> Not that's not the noise they make. That's the noise I make. When I I'm... was gonna say Sasha's like little audio thing did not switch to her when she went. Ugh. It was on Maisie, <laughs> but I knew it was Sasha. That's funny. So look at us podcasting. Wow. <laughs> wow. Talked about politics, Beyblades, and tomatoes, and therapy. <laughs> and therapy. Therapy. Oh, good times. I yeah. am sorry that I was late to call you guys. I got all settled in, and then I realized that my case was in my folder downstairs. Sasha, it was literally like seven minutes after. It's not a big deal. No, seriously. <laughs> I hate being late. I've slept through this podcast twice. <laughs> like, you've had to call me to wake me up twice. Just let that sink in. I give up halfway through, and I didn't know if I was going to have to poop or not before we started. So I was like, just, I might need a few extra minutes, but it was a false alarm, so we're good. Oh, man. I've been having a lot of those. It's like, I have to go now. And then I get there, and it's like, you're fine. You just get one of those (laughs) farts. All right. Add poop to our fodder talk. Um, Oh, man. We got a a shout-out. Magical Goo Jelly. Oh my Jill, god. You are Funny. the sweetest angel we have ever met. Like, I'm kind of considering going to Comic Con just so I can see you, but 
I don't think I have time, but yeah, <laughs> me neither. Dang it. No, her video, like, not only did it shout out Murder Blows, but then right after it was like, look at this game room. Mm-hmm. Oh, I and I was like, oh, I needed that. I had Seriously. nothing to do with either of those, but it made me feel better. <laughs> you have oh, everything super. to do with it. Sweet. And and they've been listening to the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Like, I think I read that, I don't know, this week has just been an absolute whirlwind, puts it lightly. Um, like, I... I'm not even going to get into it, but I seriously cried, like sobbed after not only like reading that she like listened to the podcast, but like watching her video, just, ugh. Yeah, that's awesome. That room was full, guys. That looked like so much fun. Oh, it was. It was. Great. Shout out to the Yamakon who wants to be a murderer panel. That was so much fun. And it was like, ugh, I just... I mean, to be fair, it probably had a little bit to do with um, the former Yami being in a panel. I don't think so. I don't know, I don't though. We, don't ran, a lot, we ran a lot of panels that weekend, and I don't think any of them were as full as that one. Really? Yeah. That right? was our, That's our awesome. bestseller. That's yeah. At Connuga uh, at in February, it was the same. Mm-hmm. Our our panels were like kind of scattered attendance, and then our murder panel was like boom. Oh, Everybody loves it. You can check so out true. the video we're talking about at Magical Goo Jelly on YouTube. It's very we'll sweet. It. We'll link it. I'll write well, myself a note to link it right now. Link it. Link Goo Jelly. <laughs> Link goo jelly. <laughs> but it's magical goo jelly. Magical. Ooh, I was like, you just made them a theme song. Good job. I like it. Goo jelly, <laughs> but it's magical. Magical. <laughs> <laughs> Please feel free to use that audio clip, Jelly. All yours. <laughs> All yours. I'll have my husband put it on the soundboard. I'll tell you what, and if this is the last piece of fodder, I'm sorry I'm taking up with this, but Red Dead Redemption is such a weird game because I, it has taken, and I, I'm sure girls do it too, but only the boys that I know, boys, <laughs> um, <laughs> that I'm around has affected it. Like, they'll randomly, I'll hear them talking, they'll be like, oh, if you played Red Dead, even in my store, they'll be like, oh, did you play Red Dead? And they're like, have I talked about this, about how they all suddenly start talking in a southern accent like a cowboy? Oh, I think we've mentioned no. it, but it bears repeating. It, it's just it happened so at Friendsgiving, too. Yeah. And my it just husband blows... mentioned that game today, but he already has the southern accent, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure, cowboy like. Cowboy western. If he talked to someone else that played Red Dead Redemption, all of a sudden he'd be like, saddle up the wagon. Like, it would turn into something totally different. I got so excited because I was being nosy. Because, like, when I can't sleep, like, Jared always comes to bed with me because he's super sweet. But he stays awake and reads Reddit while I fall asleep. And I wasn't falling asleep, so I cuddled up to him and I got so excited. Because I was reading over his shoulder his Reddit and... It was like mystery of a girl, blah, 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 finally solved. And I was like, 
you're like me. No, it was a Red Dead Redemption mystery that they were trying to solve in Reddit. Baby steps, baby steps. (laughs) (laughs) I was so stoked. I was like, yes, no. And he has been, so apparently there, the game development is primo. Um, This is not sponsored by Red Dead Redemption or Rockstar Games, though, hey, I mean, we'll take it. Um, (laughs) We'll take it. Like, we're beggars. (laughs) And Uh, we are beggars. We would be delighted. Anyway. uh, I'll play Grand Theft Auto. Heck yeah. I haven't played Uh, with San Andreas. Let's get down with this. All right. Apparently, though, the game is just littered with mysteries and puzzles and, like, fun weird things that are happening in this game including like patterns on the ground that have like partial human remains sacrificed to them anyway uh so jer finished the game like three weeks ago and is still in it to win it on the reddit also speaking of like sacrificial grounds and remains um okay uh, long story, can't explain it. I did kind of explain it on my Twitter, if you want to take a gander at that. Um, but if anyone got to see the Zach Baggins Demon House lost tapes or lost footage, please tweet at Murder Blows or at Instagram. And I want to talk to you about it because I didn't get to see it and I'm devastated and I don't know what to do with myself right now. You can't Let find me know. it anywhere? Huh? You can't find it like anywhere? I mean, I haven't really gave it a gander, but uh, I haven't really been down for, like, ever since everything that happened. Sorry I'm being so vague. I don't know. If it's okay if it's okay to say it on the podcast, I will. If it seems weird, I won't. Either way. It's what you're comfortable with. Um, no, dude, it's your podcast. Well, <laughs> um, anyways, I missed it. And I've been trying to, like, kind of not jump into horror movies um, which I know is crazy, but I feel like maybe kind of ease my way back in. And horror movies are my life, but I really need some laughter and like really good stuff in my life right now. So, I like um, dumpling. Oh, I love dumpling though. <laughs> it was so good. I cried so much. And Dolly Parton. Okay, but that is okay. That's a weird story in therapy. She was like, "What makes you cry?" And I was like, "I don't know." Dirty dancing. And she was like, "What?" And I was like, yeah, like, one of my weirdest crying spells is over Dirty Dancing. I have no, like, I love the movie, but, like, today I was singing it to my boyfriend and I started crying. (laughs) I don't know what's up with Dirty Dancing. It's just a beautiful movie. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not crying this time. Um, (laughs) But anyways, if anyone has seen Demon House Lost Footage, tweet. Tweet at us. Instagram us. Because I want to talk to you about it. Because I don't know. I've heard so many mixed things and... I don't know what was even in it, and I want to know. I want to know. Anyways, okay. that's, that's I also want to know. I have no interest. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Demon House, Maisie? No, I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh, heck, I think it's free on Amazon Prime. <gasps> okay, well, that's what we're watching before bed tonight. I did. I did a case on it, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I haven't watched um, the new thing you're talking about. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, but apparently they did like Huh? Oh, a travel channel. Yeah. Damn. 
Hmm. Anything Zach Baggins I'm here for. And I introduced someone at work, Zach Baggins, and they watched all of um, Deadly Artifact. Ghost Adventures, <gasps> Deadly Artifact, in like a day. Deadly Artifacts is Shut so up. good. I recommend it's Deadly Artifacts to people that don't like paranormal stuff. Although, Sasha, did you ever get a quiet place from the library? I did. I watched it. Not that scary. Not really good, though, right? Good, yes. Could have had more depth. It yeah. might have been ruined by Jeremiah screaming half the way through, Oh, of course they're gonna do some fucking sign shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that opening. Like, yes, that's what makes a good movie. That yeah, opening, the opening was crazy, right? Got me. The rocket ship. Yeah. I really appreciated it, because I... Sometimes in movies I get, like, bored and I, like, start to do other things or I wander away, but you have to pay attention the whole time because they're quiet. (laughs) You can't, like, like, listen to the dialogue. Yeah. There's not, like, a really big creak when the nail gets pulled up or anything. (gasps) (gasps) Okay. (laughs) Oh, I turned away hard. Jeremy made the gagging noise, so I knew I couldn't watch. (laughs) That's fair. Luckily, we had talked about this part. Because I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Oh, when it started swimming. Anyway, oh. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Just watch A Quiet Place. Murder Blows does one thing right, and that's watches things good. I don't even <laughs> watch that many things. <laughs> we watch things good. We watch things good. But you, but you know. Good watchers about things like Cody probably is like I don't watch things good but I bet she's seen way more true crime stuff than I have she showed me this crazy documentary one time at her house while I I was painting with her about the like weird child sex ring involving Corey Feldman whoa close but no dang I really tried maybe I talked about Corey Feldman no, I did. I did. You're right. I just meant Pizzagate. It wasn't Pizzagate. Thing. It wasn't Pizzagate, but it was like, you know, along the same line. Pineapple Gate. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, documentaries. Hell yeah. I'm just bad at watching movies. That's fair. Some would consider you an intellectual. Eh. I don't know about that. I just, like, I can't, since I'm always painting, I can't listen to stuff that I have to watch. I just have to listen to stuff that I can only listen to. Yeah. Podcasts. Podcasts <laughs> and music. Sense. Checks out. Sorry if there's background noise. I'm, I'm working while I'm, <laughs> working while I'm doing this. <laughs> which I did. I, I read their Etsy page before the beginning of the year, which was one of my things that I was supposed to work on like all year and so it is up again and it is beautiful. Nice. And Did you raise I, your prices? Yes. Good. And I took a good long vacation. And nice. I'm starting all over again. <laughs> Four days in I have like seventeen paintings to paint. Whoa. Yeah. It's so, so impressive to me though. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, I can sponsor us if you guys want. <laughs> no, don't. you just yeah, no, you no, just no. worry about your own business. Um, I'm good right now. I have a shameless plug, and I'm gonna do it here because it's so on my mind right now. Do it. So, 
before my incident last week, um, I had regularly been using um, uh, Blank Slate Labs uh, lip scrub. And then I had my incident and I went three days without it, almost four. And now my lips feel awful. Oh, they hurt so bad. And I can't wait to rub that shit all over my face. Not, I'm not going to rub it all over my face, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you that don't listen to the podcast or have no idea, because apparently you tune out during the most informative part, and that's how amazing Blank Slate Labs and Arcadian Grooming is, my lips are seriously screaming <laughs> in pain from not having that beautiful, beautiful lip scrub all over them for a while. Um, So you can find them on Instagram. You can also get 15% off. If your lips are screaming, the 15% off will help. But what will help the most is the lip scrub. I promise you. (laughs) Yep. I switched back to using Venus razors and A, they're garbage. B, their moisturizing bar is awful and does not compare to the sweet and salty scrub that I use after shaving every time, except last time. And everything is dry and sad, and I just want to scrub everything. Okay, that's it. That's Blank Slate Labs. If you don't want to take care of your skin, though, which is dumb, you should, uh, you can take care of your hair with products from Arcadian Grooming. Check them out on Instagram and the interwebs as well. You can also get a sweet, sweet 15% off with Murder Blows. Get yourself some clay pomade. It looks real fancy. I love videos of things getting made, and so their YouTube is fire. Um, But treat yourself in one way or the other, if not both. Thank you. I agree. Good job. I think it's absolutely hilarious that I think Macy had to go check something during this. So I kind of wonder if she's going to try and plug them later. I'll if so, like, I'm going to. No. Like, don't worry. We got it taken care <laughs> of. Don't you worry. I won't because I kind of heard you start it. Oh, I was like, okay. oh my God, I'm so proud. Um, <laughs> but I didn't hear all of it, so I can't wait to go hear it in the episode. Speaking of being good at watching things, today's case is about a news <gasps> broadcaster. Beep, Wait. Beep, 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 beep. Is it you or Maisie? Is it the girl that went missing? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I can't say anything more than nope to that one without spoiling this case. I Way to go, Cody! <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> but who went missing? <laughs> There was um, an Unsolved Mysteries, and there, there was a 2020 or a Dateline or something about a newscaster woman. I forget her name because I don't do names. Um, she went missing in the 80s or 90s. Just Yeah, this case isn't unsolved. So. Finished. Um, I apologize for keeping us in the UK. I know my last story was in the UK as well, but I've got a different spin. Uh, on traveling and the way that cultures work for this story. Today, I am going to tell you the story of Jill Dando or Dando. I hope it's, I'm sorry, one of those. My sources were uh, Wikipedia and theweek.co.uk. 
that had some interesting things. Cody, I'm going to take your pedestal. There are some conspiracy theories at the end of this one. Do, 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 do. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Okay, I was like, silence is consent. Let's go. It's not really... It's okay, <laughs> no, I'm oh my god. Out. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway. Sasha. You can throw this in there. I just got followed by Andrew WK. Okay, sorry. Wow. <laughs> Don't up, know why. Party people. <laughs> party hard. All right, let's get into it. All I'm, right. I'm here. Jill was born in Weston Super Mayor or Murray. It's in the UK, so who knows? Uh, that's in Somerset on November 9th, 1961. She killed it in school and had great grades. Uh, she ended up studying journalism at South Glamorgan Institute of Higher Education in Cardiff. Um, once she graduated uh, in 1980, she became a reporter at the Weston Mercury with her brother and father who also worked there. Uh, after that, she became a newsreader for BBC Radio Devon in 1985 uh, and then became a news. And then worked at the news magazine program called Spotlight Southwest. In 1987, she worked for Television Southwest, which is the BBB, I'm sorry, the BBC Spotlight in Plymouth. In 1988, she moved to national TV, made her big break. Uh, she moved to London to uh, broadcast on BBC One and BBC Two, presenting the programs Breakfast Time, Breakfast News, BBC One O'Clock News, the 6 o'clock news, a travel program called Holiday, and a true crime show called Crime Watch. This girl would have been one of us. Whoa. However, on April 25th, 1999, uh, she presented the first episode of a show called The Antique Inspectors, which sounds like that one about the attic. What is it? Treasure Attic, Attic Treasures. Oh, I hope you're not talking about flowers in the attic, right? No. Okay. No, no, like... the show where like people bring. <laughs> oh God, no, people bring like old stuff, and they're like, "Hey, much is this worth?" Antique, Antique roadshow. roadshow. That one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Help. I'm really <laughs> sorry. All right, carry on. Um. Anyway, so the antique inspectors, uh, and then she headed home to her fiance's house. Uh. The next day, she left that morning and went to visit her house in Fulham that she was getting ready to sell. So this is April 26, 1999. Uh, she reached the door at 11.32, was grabbed from behind, uh, forced to the ground, and shot through the left temple. Her body was found 14 minutes later by neighbor Helen Dobull, I believe. Forensics said that she had been shot by a 9mm semi-automatic pistol, which is kind of insane. Uh, her neighbor, Richard Hughes, claimed that he had heard a surprise shout, like she was greeting a friend, was kind of happy, um, but not a gunshot, which seems unlikely. He said he saw a 6-foot white middle-aged man walking away from the house and that is apparently the only confirmed sighting of the killer apparently 
So that's that's my favorite thing. I don't know if I mentioned that last podcast, but that's my favorite thing that you say. Sorry. Oh, apparently. Yeah. That's from Cute. a... Is it a meme? It's is the it little redhead boy that went on Ellen. He was like, so apparently... Oh, that's right. She, he was talking on. about the roller coaster in the fair. And apparently Vigilante Violet's going to get real upset about this case because whoever this was took down one of ours, you know? Yeah. <sighs> So because she was a popular media figure, uh, the media coverage was super intense. So police investigated under the code name Operation Oxborough. Uh, it, this went on for multiple years. Uh, they interviewed 2,500 people in six months and took over 1,000 statements, which is insane. Um, after a year, they arrested a gentleman by the name of Barry George. He had, list, he had lived less than a mile away from uh, Jill's house in Fulham and had a history of stalking women and was a sex offender. Seems reasonable. Hmm. Um, he was convicted on July 21st. I'm sorry, that's July 2nd. Uh, July 2nd, 2001, and sentenced to life. He appealed two times with no success. On the third try, he was granted an appeal to his case uh, and was retried in 2008. Uh, so that was seven years in prison. Uh, the charge that they got him on, which was uh, gunpowder, was um, dismissed as the gunpowder residue did not match the forensic gun. The forensic determination what? of the gun used. Um what i just so question okay they arrested him a year later where the f did this gunpowder come from oh no don't do this to me sasha you know like my favorite thing ever is people wrongfully in prison not my favorite oh. thing ever it's the worst but like i'll spoil it i do think he was wrongfully imprisoned <gasps> no oh gross oh gross that makes me want to throw up i won't i mean but... maybe not for, for this crime, for yeah, this crime, he was wrongfully imprisoned. This is the worst. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> oh man, no, I'm here for it. Up for it every week. So do the yeah. our listeners. So every week, yeah. we're here to wreck you. Especially, it gets it gets worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Holy um, sh! Okay. So there were some newspapers in the area that were super fond of saying that like Barry George was still guilty or um, tried to run some facts against him that weren't true. And so he collected some super awesome money for damages of libel. So, you know, be responsible newspapers. That's all I'm going to say about that one. <clears throat> Fox news. Um, so if it wasn't Barry George, who was it? Uh, the very popular ex-boyfriend was ruled out. She had only really seriously dated two or three people um, through interviews. It was determined unlikely. Um, it, it she had pretty pretty good relationships with all of them, I guess. And they checked like her phone records and stuff like that. Um, the second theory was that an assassin was hired by someone convicted because of the Crime Watch show. That was also ruled out. Not sure what fancy things they did there. Um, this comes back, though, so hold on to that one. Um, the next theory they had was a deranged fan. She had spoken... 
to her fiance and family and friends a few times about uh, just just fans that were a little too aggressive that made her uncomfortable. But I think if you've ever been in a position of, I, I don't want to say celebrity, but in that position, there are always some people that latch on a little bit harder than they should. Um, Absolutely. They aren't really a threat. Yeah. They also threw out mistaken identity, which they ruled out because someone killed her at her house. Oh my god, why was that even a question? <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I guess, I mean, I guess you have to rule out everything, but... Yep. Hey, alright. So here's a fun one. Um, she started investigating a pedophile ring, and... Uh, after her investigation created a dossier to which she turned over to the authorities that ended up getting a lot of people in trouble. So they thought that that was a revenge kill, but they weren't able to pull anything together for that one. Um, That's pretty badass, though. I mean, I know she was a news reporter, or she was a news broadcaster, but typically they just read, right? They, They don't go and do their own. Maybe they do. I don't know. If you're in news broadcasting, please help me. Well, unless, I mean, like, not to compare her work to, was it Avicii that was, like, like, after he died, they found all these, like, journals and, like, information that he was trying to uncover, like, a child sex ring? Wow. It, it was someone, sense. it was someone that died, uh, and he was, like, a DJ and did really great music. I don't. Oh, who is that guy? I think did it is. That, did he? What? I think so. Because okay. didn't he catch a... Oh, that chick from Smallville. I could be totally wrong. We'll Google later. Okay. <laughs> Correction corner in the next one. But Correction anyways. Correction corner coming to you about pedophile ring investigations. Yeah. That's, I just I I believe you're, you're right, Violet. You're right. <gasps> Nexium. But I don't remember his name. Nexium? Yeah. Sure. Was it Nexium? Um, yeah. I'm bad with names, name. but I know the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Sasha, for interrupting for DJs. Oh, this is fascinating. But... <laughs> Allison Mack. And yeah. Keith Rainier. Oh, that's her oh, name. Yeah, that's yeah, her yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, let's see. Uh, yeah, I think it was Avicii that did it too, right? That uh... didn't he overdose? Like on purpose? It was so, Avicii. yeah. It was Avicii. I just found an article. It says he tried to Chester Bennington. He tried to expose a pedophile ring before he died. Yeah. He was trying to use music videos to expose them. Yeah. Whoa, what the fuck? I didn't know that. Chester and Chris. Same thing. I'm gonna do... Cody's like, shut up, everybody. It's gonna be my case. Story sometime too. You guys are gonna love it. You heard it first, right from the upside down. I actually did get all of that. Whoa, that in Chester and Chris with somebody because sorry to interrupt. I just got super excited. No, no, no. That's (laughs) yeah. This has been not to brag halfway through, but this has been a really great episode. All right, Sasha. Sorry, but you guys don't hate it. All right, cool. No pressure. No pressure. It's been great. Let's keep All it right, going. Getting to the I cool stuff. Love what we're doing here. <laughs> um, they also ruled out as the killer a rival or a business partner. She, they she just didn't have those kinds of relationships in her life, or someone was really good at lying. Which brings me to my favorite theory. Um, 
just because it's absolutely insane, but I am super into it. So, in the first investigation, they said that the bullet came from a gun that appeared to be a replica made of a gun that was no longer in production, and it was a pretty shoddy gun. Um, just because replicas aren't great, right? Um, but further cold case investigation says that it's definitely a contract execution with, like, super fancy guns. I know a lot about firearms. I don't. Anyway, so. I was uh, going to believe you, so. <laughs> I, I don't. I really don't. So, uh, apparently, on April 23rd, 1999, there was a NATO bombing of a radio television of Serbia's headquarters three days before she died. Um, 16 people died in that attack, and so Jill had asked for aid for the Kosovar Albanian refugees, I believe, I didn't write that word down, um, I publicly had asked for aid for them because that's what the fighting was over, um, and people were suffering, so I told you she is our girl, like, ugh, Jill would have been our best friend, um, cares about people, hates pedophiles, isn't it your crime? Anyway... Why is that the easiest description for all of us? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, there are so many ways you could describe each of us individuals, but those three sentences kind of wraps it all up. <laughs> Sometimes makes things. It's probably the other, the other sentence. Oh, good one. Good one. Um, so, uh, blah, 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 blah. So she had asked for aid. For those refugees, um, a National Criminal Intelligence Service report, which is a thing in the UK, uh, documented that a Serbian warlord named Archon, yep, ordered uh, a, had ordered uh, Jill's assassination because of her asking for that aid, and he actually had a history of assassinations. Like, someone else related to the same bombing incident died, like, days before she did. Or, like, the day before. Um, in a similar manner. Um, so, they have not reopened the cold case because once um, Barry George was released, the, her parents said, don't, don't continue investigating. But these are the facts that have come to light since... Um, the first investigation. So, at 10.03 a.m., so an hour and a half before the shooting, uh, a postman noticed a man in a suit watching him from a blue Range Rover, which was parked illegally. Um, a police officer, about, I think, like 15 minutes later, started writing down the plate to issue a ticket. Uh, but apparently the man in the car was very aggressive and chased the officer away. Not chased, literally, but, like, started yelling at him. Um, and the, I guess the police officer decided he or she had other things to do. What? Um, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> after the sh <laughs> I know. Black um, men get shot every day for complying, and you're not gonna write this motherfucker a ticket because he has he raises his voice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hot topic. Um, yep. Um, Just so curious. after the shooting, a blue Range Rover was spotted speeding away on local CCTVs. 
on 11:40, a man was reported crouching into a bush in a nearby park talking onto a mobile phone which by the way 1999 mobile phones very obvious what you're doing like they're not discreet at all or popular if i remember correctly um and the man ran out into the street causing a motorist to break hard so that is all the information so what they think happened is that the hit was um Ooh, there's another fact. Okay, but they think that the hit was ordered. This guy was staking out the house that was her last known residence and so had no way of knowing that she had gone to her fiancé's house that night before, um, waited for her, and once she arrived, pressed the gun against her head to silence the shot so he wouldn't have needed a silencer in that case. Um, I don't think it completely mutes it, but it would explain why the neighbor heard the shout as if it was someone she recognized. Um... Because I, I imagine she was pretty pretty friendly with her fans, um, but not the gunshot itself. And so then he sped away and went to report that the the uh, contract was closed, and he ditched the car and ran away on foot. So um, to back up that theory, there was a later crime, true crime show that was interviewing anonymous hitmen just to get an idea of their profession they handed this hitman a list of 100 names and he identified someone on the list as her killer but wouldn't say anything else for fear of retribution and that is where oh i lied i said that this was a closed case it's not but she is not missing she is no longer alive Plot twist. She dead. <laughs> She's dead. Sorry. Um, what I want to talk about in this cultural element is uh, obsession with celebrity and being the face of a uh, I don't know, like a a greater good or a greater act that's bigger than yourself and like suffering the punishment for that so i think celebrity obsession is very common between the u.s and the uk um just ask the beatles uh we have this need to idolize people um it comes from being an individualistic culture um and needing to have an idea that you might someday be that person and so that's the the core motivator um for why people get so famous. Like, I was just talking to the person who did my nails, and she was like, I saw Kylie Jenner on Instagram, and I was like, oh, I don't know anything about that family. Um, and she was like, oh, I hate them. I just follow them. And I'm like, what is going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very insane. But if it was a deranged fan, it could, and it could be, it could be someone that showed no signs of stalking first. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that is a risk that she got maybe unwillingly placed on her by being a public face. And then if she was executed for asking for aid on national television, like, that's another thing. So it's it's insane what talking on TV puts you at risk for. Well, yeah, the one that I was thinking of, her name is Jody Hoosentrude. Okay. And she went missing in... 1995 oh. and she was like a young blonde woman 
who was really friendly and they're thinking that one of her fans may have stalked her or something like that. Well, there was even a story on, I can't remember whose Instagram account, but it's someone that Sasha and I follow on our shared Instagram. Did you see that, Sasha, about that guy that essentially stalked this cosplayer for like months and months and months? Yes, I saw it on Twitter, actually, but... Oh my god, yeah. Um, He was essentially, like, stalking this woman, and he was like, I'm so in love with her. Um, and I knew he... from the moment I met her that I loved her, and I had to make it happen for us, is the yeah. sentence he used. He posted and, this like, on Reddit anonymously. Yeah. Um, about how he had a date with this cosplayer that he had essentially stalked for over a year. Yeah, he, like coincidentally quote-unquote like showed up at her job because she was a waitress right i believe so or a barista or something and he essentially is is a waitress like hopefully she's fine yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) um but he like showed up and he was like all flirty and like charismatic and she was like yeah i'd love to go on a date with you and i mean i'm talking like cosplayers some of them are like massively famous but some of them are not so famous um but either way like who knows with this girl she could have just been someone at a convention and he like he's done this for like you said a year and now she could be potentially dating him and like uh, i want to it's just like he's like how do i tell her and do you think she'll react negatively i'm like mm, maybe not to like that you thought you loved her from the first time you saw her but uh maybe stalking for a year she might react a little negatively too so, yeah, but it sounds like the guy put out a hit on her. That's what it sounds like to me. The the Serbian warlord. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. Agree. That's what I feel like happened. But that's insane, right? That a person from another country decided that you no longer deserve to live has the money, resources, and power to have someone. Taken to an airport, flown to your country to kill you at your house. Where does a guy get a gun? I don't know. <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> In, In this country. <laughs> In this country. It's anywhere. But I don't know. It's just. Wow. It's really crazy. I think what's crazy too when you were talking about it that kind of got me was. That her family was like, no, we don't want any more investigating. And no offense, but if any of you were murdered, and I knew for a fact you were murdered, and your killer was suddenly released on, like, bad evidence, I would be, like, fighting your families to get your murder investigated further. Like, I would not rest, you know? And I understand, like, digging up that past trauma and everything, but at the same time... (laughs) Don't you people just want justice? (laughs) Yes. I always want justice. Like, you all have confirmation. Verbal confirmation. If I ever get murdered, and they think they catch the guy, and then, or a girl, I don't know. If they ever catch the person, and it turns out not to be that person, keep pushing. Statistically unlikely that you get murdered by a woman. Just throwing that out there. Well, no, especially Vigilante Violet. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But for some reason, either way, just find whoever did it and put them in jail for life. (laughs) 
Yes. Damn. I just, I hate that. Because that person probably just flew back to his country and... Had breakfast with his bros or brunch in Serbia? <laughs> Had brunch in Serbia. In war-torn Serbia. And killed more people later. Probably. Yeah, That's absolutely. That's what you get hired to do. Good story. I liked it. Thanks, guys. I'll take us out of Europe next week. Or next case. No, take us wherever you want. This one was a good one. She is like, not that this matters, but like very beautiful and very kind looking. Mm hmm. All right. Uh, is it things we like? <laughs> I'm not trying to be insensitive. I'm trying to do no, I just... myself, which I learned is a coping mechanism that I actively engage in. That's fair. I learned today comedy is my crutch. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Who would have guessed that guessed? one? <laughs> We're not funny like Violet. Jeez. You guys have <laughs> named so many episodes. I don't even want to hear it. You guys are hilarious. There are things that I, I laugh about and I think about and I try and tell everybody and when they don't laugh, I get upset. I'm like, it was hysterical. You had to listen to the podcast. You had to be there. When you're not funny, you get used to people not reacting, so it's okay. <laughs> you're funny to me. And if I'm funny, that inherently makes you all funny. Thanks. Uh, things we love. Shit. Yeah, same. This is usually the easy one. I like. I like my new umbrella. There we go. What's oh, yeah, look at it. Tell us about <laughs> your new umbrella. It is. It is. I'll send a picture, but it's um, the size of like my hand, and it looks like a little pill capsule. And if you open it, it's a little pink umbrella. It's the world's tiniest pink umbrella. I'm gonna need a photo of that. Love it. Does it cast magical spells? Uh, no, For my real. undead sister is not in it. Alright, good to know, good to know. It's not a spoiler <laughs> if you don't talk about the series. Boing, boing, boing. Listen to podcasts, you'll find them eventually. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Maisie, do you have anything you love this week? Yeah, so, can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I'm in my office today. This, <laughs> which is the bathroom um anyway what i like is for christmas oh my gosh she actually sent a picture that's so cute uh, i can't wait to look at it <laughs> <laughs> i love her efficiency okay anyway so for christmas i got john blazers tickets which the portland trailblazers are the nba team around here which is besides soccer the only sport portland really has and uh, we went to a Blazers game. We had great seats. I really enjoyed watching basketball because it's one of the only sports I know what's actually happening. I got really into the game. I may or may not have hit the guy I was sitting next to with my little, like, inflatable noisemaker thing. Sorry, guy next to me. But what I liked is that I bought a souvenir cup at the concession stand, and all of the straws are paper. <gasps> now, yes. if you just think about it, in no, every arena, this is at the Moda Center, which is a massive, massive arena 
where they have all kinds of concerts and there's like 18,000 different concession stands or whatever. But if every arena just had paper straws, just the arenas, can you imagine like what, like how much that would cut down? Do you know what also works? I don't. I thought about this what? the other day and you reminded me of it. I used to go to an Italian restaurant and they had noodle straws. Um, yeah, I've heard that before. They do noodle they straws. Do they do like cookie straws and some. Yeah. yeah. They do like straw. cookie straws and some coffee shops and stuff. I don't know. I thought it was really cool that all of the straws were paper in a yeah. big arena. Yeah. I liked it. Also, Jeffree Star is releasing uh, reusable straws in packs of four. Yeah. Here. What a sweet angel. Uh, yeah. Hi. How are you? There you go. There's your Can't plug, sir. Like you really need it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm on board for this straw transformation. You know, I work at a company that's trying to go strawless, and uh, I always use straws. And then someone was like, "You know what that does, right?" And I was like, "I don't educate me." Like. That's what I need. That's the type of person I am. And they were like, it's killing turtles. And I literally was like, I never want to look at this straw ever again. And I've been using non-straws now. So Yeah, don't look at the videos, dude. Oh, my God. You know I'm going to because I'm a glutton for punishment. I wonder if I don't want you to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. Um, Things that I love. Cody, do you have any right off the top of your head? I'm still kind of stewing. Of when my cats get their winter cat fur and I can stick my face in it and it's super soft and thick. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) (laughs) If I stuck my face in a cat, my face would swell up and I couldn't breathe. (laughs) Alright, you don't do that, but Sif gets a winter coat. I mean, he's a winter dog, so that makes sense. But, oh my god, he looks like such a beefy boy right now because he's so fluffy. Beefy boy. <laughs> he's not beefy. Actually, he did break a hundred pounds. He's one hundred and five <gasps> pounds. Good oh, job, hell yeah, buddy. Yeah. I am so proud because he was ninety pounds at two years old, and we were like, "Well, I guess this is it." Because I or at, at eighteen months, I stopped growing at a year and a half, and not Maria. my boy. No, putting on his weight, getting comfortable, and to stick it to him. That's right. So all my friends and family were like, he's getting bigger. And I'm like, he's not. You're wrong. And we weighed him, and I was like, oh, we should. He did. <laughs> he did get bigger. No oh, shit. No oh, shit. Put that on the soundboard, Jam. <laughs> um, man. I don't know why I'm struggling. I feel like I have so much that I do love this week, but I'm just... Lasagna. Pancetta. Oh, no. I hate pancetta. (laughs) Pancetta. More later. (laughs) Do you feel good about your new therapy journey? I'm... Are we still a little skeptical? I was skeptical skeptical for like a month ago. I'm still skeptical, but, like, this is the fourth one I've met with this week and is my favorite, but I'm, honestly, I'm, this will probably spoil it, but, uh, I'm getting involved with an outpatient peer program, and when the girl was in my group therapy, uh, where I was, I felt like I could really relate to her, and I really liked that, like, I liked her teachings, and I've been, like, taking it into personal use, 
Um, it's all about finding <clears throat> the right person. Yeah, and yeah. I was worried about this one still because she likes to do grounding exercises, and I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I still sometimes do stuff that I'm like, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah, and like, yeah, so I'm going to say the thing that I like right now is um, re. I haven't been reading a lot, damn it. Um, I have. I, I thought you were going to say arugula. <laughs> what? I thought you were going to say arugula because you're like, oh, arugula. Arugula. <laughs> I really um, like rocket lettuce. Um... I don't know. I'm going to take a cheap shot. I'll come up with something better in two weeks. Um, I like the Stranger Things season three is going to be in July instead of October because I'm impatient. And maybe that's something else I'll learn about in therapy, but I'm hyped for it. Also, Moss Mickelson is going to be in a new movie on Netflix called Polar, and he looks great in it. He's got an eye patch and everything. It looks fantastic. Vanessa Hudgens is in it. What? That's right. We're all in this together. <laughs> no, stop it. We're not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never seen those movies. I watched the first one drunk a long time ago, and I don't remember anything but hating it. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so I, I love Stranger Things and Moss Mickelson. And boy, howdy, do I love Moss Mickelson. That's been true forever, since yeah. I've known you. <laughs> yeah. That's never changed. Just anytime you're like, I feel like Violet's What I Love This Week wasn't really all that great. Just know that I do love Moss Mickelson every week. Mm-hmm. Fair. <laughs> That's a thing. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MurderBlows and Reddit. Talk to us on Reddit. MurderBlows. And. Yeah. Woo! Uh, you, if you have anything to tell us at all, I want to know about. I want to know about the story that you heard about as a kid that got you into true crime. You can email that to murderblows at gmail.com. Ooh, shout out to my coworker that just started listening to the podcast, another coworker. Um, Jeremy, if you're out there, thank you for not hating us, for hating middle-aged white men. Oh, bless Jeremy. up. Bless up. I hope your road trips are forever blessed by Murder Blows. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Say it's sweet. Uh, yeah. Um, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Educate me. Like, that's what I need. That's the type of person I am. And they were like, it's killing turtles. And I literally was like, I never want to look at this straw ever again. And-